So I have to tell you, I've been excited for the last couple days for this Mass. Uh, not just because it's Craig's Fry birthday, um, but more important, I absolutely love San Martín de Porres, today's saint. And um, so San Martín de Porres, if you don't know who he was, he was kind of the St. Francis of South America. Um, but he was, uh, and this is the bizarre part, I guess I should start with this. It's just so bizarre that uh, a very white kid from Montana, ever since a little kid, I love San Martin de Porres. Um, I say a prayer, one Hail Mary to him every day. I have his prayer card all over the place. I have a little statue of him. I just love San Martin de Porres. And you have to think, why? I mean, here's the thing. Uh, he was half Spanish, half black. Um, I burn under fluorescent light. Um, I don't speak Spanish. Um, well, I do, but my Spanish is terrible. Um, like, why? I don't know. I really, and this is my point. I really, really believe it's just a gift from God that God gave me San Martín de Porres. I didn't choose him. And his life is uh, kind of bizarre. He's illegitimate child of this. His mother was uh, uh, African, who was mistress to a Spanish nobleman. Um, he was born then. A little while later, his sister was born. His father then had nothing to do with him. Um, he grew up very poor. And when his mother would give him money to go to the store, he always found people that were poorer than him and would come back with nothing, and she would beat him. But he just couldn't help take care of the poor. Uh, and then later, he enters, uh, actually just as a, more of a gardener, a worker, a Dominican monastery. And um, there was a law actually against blacks becoming, entering into the clergy. And then there's a church law against um, uh, uh, illegitimate children, bastards, uh, becoming part of a clergy. But the Dominicans just closed a blind eye to all that and accepted them. Now, that sounds minor, but I do love that for this reason. Sometimes in the name of love or what I consider morally right, I'll break church laws. Um, like that's actually part of the gospel. Um, these people there at the Sabbath and there's one guy who's suffering and Jesus heals him right in front of the Pharisees. And the Pharisees, all they can do is get upset because, well, you shouldn't be doing all that on a Sunday. He says, you would treat your, your, your own animals better than this man. Why shouldn't he be free? But they put silly religious laws above love and life. Um, so back to San Martín de Porres. I don't know if the Dominicans were willing to do that for him, which I think was morally right. If they, I don't freely break laws, but I do when I consider them right. And I'll stand before God on that. Um, but I just know like one priest is really upset with me because I have for the sake of other people, not myself, broken laws, um, little minor church laws, I don't care. Um, so anyhow, he's in the, uh, he becomes a Dominican. Um, then um, there's all these great stories about him, incredibly hum humble. And even as a little kid, I had this little pamphlet on him that I got that I was just always rereading. 
And I always felt bad because like he would get up in the middle of the night and go and pray in front of the tabernacle. And even as a kid, I was like, I don't, I don't think I'd be doing that. Um, even as a full grown adult, I'm sleeping if I get the chance. But, uh, and there's always light coming from his cell. He was kind of this mystic. Um, uh, there's, he can also talk to animals. And there's a story about uh, all these mice in the monastery and um, they're trying to kill the mice. So he makes a deal and he goes around and calls the mice up and makes this deal that if they stay out of the monastery, he'll find food and feed them every morning. Then there's another story about him and a cat. So if you ever see a statue of him, you'll either see a cat or a mouse, is that a cat was wounded. And so he was also a healer, but he stitched up the cat and said, oh no, brother, you need to come back tomorrow so I can check on that. <laughs> and I mean, could you imagine trying to stitch up a cat? And then um, the cat does come back. So he could talk to the animals. Um, he could bilocate. So really, uh, really odd is that uh, there's a famine in Africa and he showed up to him with bread. Uh, he was seen in China. He, um, so he could bilocate. He was a gift, uh, given the gift of healing. He could heal people. And even uh, when this plague broke out, they kind of sequestered all the plague victims in one place. And somehow he could get through the locked doors. Um, so um, just known for healing, great humility. That's the main reason why I pray to him is for more humility. Because when the monastery couldn't pay its bills, um, he tried to convince them, sell me, you know, because he's black sell me, I am worth a lot of money if you sell me as a slave, I don't mind. They refused. But I just, he was known for incredible humility. And then, uh, not only a mystic, but, um, and this is the odd part, for a guy who, that's why he's a patron uh, of barbers and healers. Um, for a guy who had the gift to give other people healing, when he was dying, he was in incredible pain. And so, um, uh, anyhow, he's in incredible pain, and the viceroy of the city uh, comes to see him, and he makes him wait. And he said, why did you make him wait? And he says, well, because I was talking to the Virgin Mary and a couple other saints. So as he's dying, he's in incredible pain, which makes no sense. A healer, yet died in pain himself. And um, they said, why don't you call out to St. Dominic to come and relieve you? And he said... Uh, He's already here. <laughs> and he said, no, this is the way it's supposed to be. And then he dies. So anyhow, he's been an inspiration to me for 60, almost 60 years. So not that I'm trying to encourage you to, but I honestly think he was given by God. And I hope everybody, um, yours might not be San Martin de Porres, but I hope everybody really does have a spiritual guide that is God-given, that is with you your entire life. November is a month of the dead. I am so happy that I really believe he's in my life. I hope all of you have a spiritual guide. As Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. 
If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comments section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.